Welcome to the Alert Podcast, where we aim to enrich your life and provide information to inform your real estate decision-making process. I'm your host, Frederick Middlebrooks, Realtor and Navy veteran, joined by Cynthia Davis, owner and broker of Alert. Let's get into it. So today we're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts on property tours and uh, the things that you should know about that uh, that you may or may not know. So without belaboring any further, uh, what do we have? Going on a property tour is so exciting because you're looking at homes that you're interested in purchasing. But there are a few little points that I think we need to cover to prepare our buyers so that they can keep themselves in a good position as it pertains to purchasing and making an offer. First thing first, go with the decision makers. If it is one person that's going to be making the decision, take that that one person should be it. Whoever the buyer is, maybe one additional person. But when you're taking everybody, bringing that whole entourage is not a good idea. First thing, sellers do not want all that traffic in their home because they know for themselves all of those people are not the decision makers in this process. So the reason you want to keep the seller in a good frame of mind and also you want to keep yourself in a position where you can stay focused. The buyer, you need to stay focused in this as you are looking through this property because what you're going to find out is that you're going to see some things that you had not thought of that you like in a property. And you're going to see some things that you do not like about a property. And you need to have limited input from others about what you like. I know a lot of people tend to bring along their family members uh, because they're like, oh, I want uh, so-and-so's input on what it is, whoever that so-and-so may be. So, um, you know, while their input may be valued, at the end of the day, if you're the person buying a home, it's you who has to make the decision for that property. So you are the person who ultimately should be deciding what it is that you want in a home, if this is going to be a home that's going to suffice for your needs, if it's in your price point, and if there are things that uh, you might not know about, i.e. what to look for in terms of, you know, is the house in good, stable condition, those things can be uh, determined or brought to light by a good home inspector and things with the, the actual deal, if the property's worth it. Mama and them ain't going to help you with that. Uh, an appraisal will determine whether or not this house is worth what they're paying. So in terms of all these outside decisions, um, it can really just become a whole lot of uh, clutter to muddy up the whole decision, decision-making process. Um, when really, if you're the person living in the home, you're the person making the decision, does this work for you? It doesn't matter who else thinks whatever else they think about it. They can see the house after you've already made your decision. But it comes down to, does this house work for you? And anything else that you might not know about the house uh, should be able to be handled, i.e. by an appraiser, an inspector, or your real estate agent. I so agree with you wholeheartedly. All my years of real estate, I've seen buyers pass on a property that they really like, but they cause they had someone with them who that was not their preference for a property. They influenced that buyer to not get what they wanted. And so don't put yourself in that position, buyer. Keep it clean. 
keep it, keep the water clear. Like you say, oftentimes other voices muddy the water. Keep the water clear, keep it clean and keep yourself in a position to stay focused. And you bring all those people in there, you can upset that seller. I think we ought to talk about when you go in that property, from the moment you pull up to the street, consider yourself on candid camera. In today's technology, world of technology, there are cameras everywhere, everywhere. Whether you are on camera or not, operate as though you are on camera. And I'll tell you what I tell my buyers. When we get to the property, we are not talking. We are not talking. I go up to the door, open the door, I let them in. Don't voice your negative opinions about this property. Ears, camera listening devices could very well be already stationed throughout the property. And you don't want to go crazy with compliments about the property either because that will compromise your position as well as for is negotiating. You all gun-ho about, oh, this is the greatest property ever. You, the, the seller is listening, but yet you come in with a bid that is below asking price. And the seller said, oh no, they'll pay asking. We heard them on the recorder. They love this house and they, you've already said, which they've heard now, that you will pay asking price, but let's go lower. So keep those conversations inside your vehicle, away from the property. And so what happens is these comments sway the sellers. They interfere with your, uh, your position as far as negotiating. Not a good place. And guess who put yourself in this compromised position? Buyer, you did. The buyer naturally puts themselves in that compromised position. So assume that you're being watched. I'll tell you a story. It's actually a true story. Agent... And the buyers, two buyers, husband and wife, and their agent inside the property. They are making all types of comments about this property. Seller is listening. Seller was not home. So remember I said at the beginning, assume that you are on candid camera. Well, this couple and the agent were on candid camera. It infuriated the seller about comments they were making about their decorating decor, about why would they put this over here? This doesn't make sense. They, they, what in the world were they thinking? Keep that to yourself. Anyway, what happened is the seller went and called their agent, the seller's agent, and told the seller's agent to get those people out of their house. Now, the people really were interested in the property, but at this point, they had compromised any position that they could think of having with this property. The listing agent did call the buyer's agent while they were inside the house and told them the seller is listening and they've heard everything you said and they want you out. So that's another one that we want to be clear about, have full understanding of when you get ready to tour a house. What else we got for number three? 
that cell phone, when you get inside a property that you like, the first thing you want to do is, is take pictures of that property so that you can look at it later or so that you can send it to, so, to whomever so that they can take a look at it and give you ideas. That's a no-no. You could be violating state laws, and actually in the state of Georgia, real estate laws do not allow you to do that. You have absolutely no permission to take pictures of anyone's property inside their property. The listing agent has pictures of the property up on the internet, on the World Wide Web. You can go and use those pictures if you want to, but you do not have permission to take pictures, videos, doing Facebook live streaming while you are touring those properties. So that's another one that we are strictly encouraging buyers not to do. So uh, with that, um, there are some houses that are listed that don't have pictures online. Um, and there are instances, uh, for instance, in a personal situation where I was buying a house and my wife was not able to uh, visit the house prior to us making the purchasing decisions. So the only way she would be able to see the house is for me to either take photos or for um, her to just not see the house and just trust that, hey, I'm gonna just make a good decision. She's not gonna see it until after we buy it. So in those instances, how would a buyer go about obtaining permission from the seller to be able to take photographs um, in situations where adequate photographs are not provided online or where uh, more documentation would be preferable in situations where both spouses cannot be present during the purchase of a home or something of that nature. Have your agent, buyers have your agents to be your communicator. That your agent should now communicate back with the listing agent to obtain that permission. And please, you all, get it in writing. Get it in writing that you have permission to take pictures of the interior of that property. And if permission is not granted, do not take pictures. Now, what will have to happen in your situation you're talking about where if the wife could not show, uh, come and see the property and the husband sees the property and there aren't any pictures up there, well, the wife made a good decision when she made chose that chose you as a husband so she's gonna have to have to believe she's gonna make a good decision and entrusting that decision in your care if she want, if you think you all should move forward on that property but legally you do not have rights to take any pictures photos streaming unless you have written permission to do so okay so we got one don't bring an entourage two don't assume the owner is, uh, or always assume rather, that the owner is watching and listening. Uh, three, don't take photos or video of the property. And so what do we have for number four? If you're going to go property touring, prepare your body to be out for a while. People want to use the, the restroom, the bathroom of the homeowner. That's a no-no. That is someone's personal area. You are using it without permission. So do take a potty break before you go touring. Do maybe perhaps if, you know, limit your liquid intake so that you can last and not use the restroom of 
of the seller. Number five, big one, save this one for the last. Use your imagination while you're in there. Do not allow someone else's decor of their home lock you into the potential of that home. I see that all too often. You've got, you have to be aware that you have different decor, decor ideas. You have different uh, things that you might want to do with the same exact space. Visualize what you can do in here and X out what is in there already. That's why some people say it's easier to show a empty, a vacant property than it is one with furniture. And then I know staging comes into place too. We say you need, and some spaces are real unique. So you might have to give someone an idea of what they can do with a certain space. But you need to be able to use your imagination, you need to be able to be open to the possibilities and potentials and the creativity that's within you that you can place in that home. Okay. And uh, with that, also uh, using your imagination can help you settle on what could be the perfect house for you because there are some times where uh, initially um, buyers can't see the potential of a home, whether or not it's staged or whether it's uh, empty. Um, and sometimes a good real estate agent being able to help a buyer see the potential of that home if they're noticing, hey, uh, this house marks all of their check boxes, but they don't seem too happy about it. It's where they want to be. It's right amount of land and everything like that. Um, sometimes having uh, that good real estate agent to help imagine what the possibilities can be with a property uh, can help the buyer um, settle on what could be the perfect property for them, um, not to influence or talk someone into something they don't want to, but also to just uh, help someone realize what could be with a property um, can always be a, a, helpful, a helpful thing to have. When you have your buyers and you have the buyers have that agent, that is why it is so key to have an agent that you jail with that you trust, that you click with, because you're going to trust that agent's information, opinion, and you're going to give them the ability to help you see what you don't see, to see beyond what is right there before you. So it's very critical to make sure you have an agent that will help you to, to release you when you go into that house and not feel as though they are trying to force you into a purchase, but just give you other options that you have not expressed while you're touring that home. Okay, so just to recap, we've got one, don't bring an entourage, um, don't bring the group. Two, do assume the owner is watching and listening. Uh, three, don't take photos or videos of the property without written permission from the owner. Four, don't help yourself to the bathroom. And five, do use your imagination um, to just expand the possibilities of what could be with this potential home. Thank you for tuning in. Alert is a licensed real estate brokerage and real estate school. So whether you're looking to buy and sell a home or become a licensed salesperson or broker, we hope you'll give us the opportunity to help you achieve those goals. Just looking for free information? You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. 
please like and subscribe to the podcast and visit our website at alertpropertiesre.com. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing.